0: The prayers that heaven answered. As I speak about how good God is to me, it is a part of my praise and worship to give him honor. There were many days and nights and years and seasons that passed by before I was able to perceive the essence of God's power working in me and through my circumstances. When I learned about who I was in Christ and my identity, I became spiritually conscious of what the Bible tells us in the book of Matthew, chapter seven, verses seven through eight. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. As believers, we have been given promises by God, and he is willing to honor his word. There are so many of us who confess that we believe in Jesus and what the Bible teaches, but when we examine our lives, we need to be able to effectively tell others about how we have been blessed according to the Word of God. We must remain students of the Word in order to gain the understanding of what God has promised us through His Son, Jesus. When we learn how to pray God's Word over our lives, the enemy becomes powerless and surrenders to the word. We are loved by the almighty God and he shows no partiality towards any man. We must be willing to remain consistent with our prayers and when the Lord blesses us, we must be determined to walk with him. The relationship process is ongoing and will continue as long as we are willing to love, obey and listen to the Holy Spirit it is certainly an intimacy that develops between us when we become sensitive in hearing, obeying, and learning from the Lord. Many of us may feel as though we cannot hear anything from God, but that isn't true because He is always speaking to us through His Word when we read it. When I was a little girl around the age of seven, my mother and stepfather had an alcohol addiction. Their drinking was excessive and out of control because they would fight after becoming intoxicated. One particular evening, my brother and I were outside playing in the front of our home, and I remembered hearing my mother yelling and screaming while running out the front door. She jumped inside the car and yelled for me and my brother to get inside the car. I became startled as I opened the passenger door and jumped inside, As I looked towards the front of our house, my stepfather was aiming a machine gun at us. I ducked down in my seat after seeing the fire from the bullets coming straight at us. We got away that night and made it to safety. The car was hit with eight bullets on the passenger's door. I examined the holes where the bullets entered and I couldn't understand how I survived without being injured or struck by a bullet. Subsequently, there was another shooting that happened late one evening. My brothers and I were trembling in fear while we waited quietly upstairs in my brother's bedroom. We heard our mother screaming and yelling for me to come to her. I panicked as my body became paralyzed because the fear was overwhelming. While calling for me again, I heard my mother running and falling down the stairs. I remember my eldest brother holding the Bible in his hands and telling us that if it wasn't our time to die, God will protect us. When he unlocked the bedroom door, I slowly got up and started walking towards my mother. When I got to the top of the stairs, she screamed as I got closer. Suddenly she grabbed me and put me in front of her. While we were screaming at the top of our lungs, my stepfather aimed his machine gun at us and started firing shots. The bullets ricocheted into the ceiling above us. As I reminisce, it was the love that God had for me that spared my life. As a little girl, I remember crying and sobbing with great fear because I didn't want my life to end tragically. Today, I know in my heart that it was God that saved me. I didn't know his son, Jesus, nor about him dying for my sins. He gave up his life for me so I could have a new life with him. I have learned that our steps are ordered by the Lord, and you must believe it too. Since those days, there have been many hills and mountains to climb. Through my prayer life and journey with the Lord, he has been a mother, father, friend, companion, healer, and deliverer. His presence is obvious in my life. I can talk about him because I called and cried for his help many times and he answered me. The grace that covers my soul draws me closer to knowing that he lives. He will pick us up when we fall down. We must not be afraid to step out on faith. Everyone's faith is given to him by measure. So let it be unto him that believes. All things are possible if you believe. It's amazing to feel the goodness of God's love. It would be a shame if I had missed out on knowing what He is able to do in my life. The reverence of serving God is knowing His Spirit and trusting Him to be the only one that can make me whole. There is no one that cares so much about our healing when we are sick and bedridden but God. The doctors are there to do their job, and when they've done all that they can, they prescribe more medication, And that's when we get the final report. The scripture tells us in the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 5 But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. As believers, we must continue to speak the word and pray the word over our bodies and for others. We must remain active in seeking our healing. The doctor's report isn't final. Don't give up on God because that's when he is able to turn it around for his glory. When the abundance of God's goodness overtakes us, our cups will surely run over with mercy and goodness. The things that we cannot see with our physical eyes are a part of the spirit realm. We must take hold of believing that God wants us to experience him and be able to relate to his love. Our minds and hearts can become filled with the distractions of the world, thwarting us from allowing Him to make an entrance into our lives. When our praises are released from our lips, hearts, and spirit, the windows of heaven are open to pour us out miracles and blessings. Sometimes we may feel the presence of God when we start to release our tears anxieties, worries, and fears. We must lift our voices to say thank you and not hesitate because we're doing it for an audience of one, which is God. As we carry the Word with love, our light dispels the darkness and negativity that surrounds us. The opportunities that we come across are the platforms to sharing what we've learned about Jesus. His light follows us wherever we may go to exude hope to a dying world. During my late 20s, I was experiencing one setback after another. I was struggling with work, finances, and coping with discrimination in my field. Things began to spiral out of control in my life when I received more bad news about my first marriage. It struck my heart deeply to the point that I attempted suicide. I vividly remembered the day when I had confronted the issue that was bothering me. My anger turned into rage. I ran into the bathroom with a glass of alcohol and found some prescription medicine and painkillers. I swallowed the pills along with drinking the alcohol. As my body started slowing down, I decided to take a nap, hoping that I would feel better when I woke up. However, I wasn't thinking clearly that this could possibly be the last time that I would be alive. When I laid there, images of my life were racing through my mind. As I closed my eyelids, they would not stay shut. And since my body would not allow me to fall asleep, I reached for my daily word to read. I decided to call the number on the back of the devotion pamphlet for prayer. I felt compelled to call my friend because I couldn't sleep. While we were talking, she immediately detected that there was something wrong by how my speech was slurring. I confessed that I had taken some pills, and she screamed in my ear and begged me to put my husband on the phone. She asked him to take me to the hospital right away. We both were in a confused state of mind because of the arguing and alcohol use, and by God's grace, we did make it there. The recovery process was long and dreary. I went through bouts of depression and felt ashamed of my actions for trying to take my own life. Apparently, I was in a broken place emotionally and mentally, and I carried the broken pieces with me. My mind was tormented by the thoughts, agony of hurt, and love that I still had for my husband. I prayed as I cried out to God for help, but I didn't feel close to him nor did I believe that he was listening to me or my prayers, because things had gotten worse. As I reflect on the matter, God was there because I made it through. I would have had liver failure if I had not made it to the hospital in time to have my stomach pumped within an hour. Nonetheless, the damage and stress that I put my body through could have been detrimental. When we are hit by surprise with something disturbing It transmits the information to our brains fast. If we cannot regain composure to calm ourselves down, it could put us in a tailspin leading us to do something dangerous. During that time, the prayers that I had prayed were answered. The Lord had blessed me to find a better job that appreciated me. He did send me some sunshine at the right time to help me regain the strength that I needed to keep on living. My soul was seeking refuge, peace, and a new direction in life. Although I was married, I realized that I had to seek God for my change and healing. Thank you for listening.